sucks. It's just it's I've watched the same movie like 25 times this year in the ending so, every time. And I try to buy, oh, new maybe a new director. Maybe Steven Spielberg's doing this script. No, Michigan lost late. Boom. So Next based game. on all Michigan that. Michigan lost late. Based on all that. You don't think there's James a James Cameron directing this one. Grant. Cheers to episode 112. Cheers. 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 Mexican cola. Nicola. <laughs> Did not expect that. I have water in a Manchester United mug after their 7 0 defeat. Connor. Connor, what are you Bush drinking? Spring water. Bushes okay. spring water. Ew, the worst water in the world. Only yeah, thing I can find in my fridge. Do you bring that from Tecumseh? He's in Tecumseh. Oh my gosh, wow. Spring break. You're break. in your childhood bedroom? I am with my uh, Spider-Man gaming chair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Holy wow, cow. Oh, wow. Grant, what'd you do with the import? I mean, you got the real sugar in that Coca-Cola. That, that's the good stuff. Yeah, from Chipotle. Mexican import from Chipotle. Good choice. Mexican cola. Coca-Cola bottle. bottle. <laughs> Pepsi glass. I don't give a damn. <laughs> what, Alex? Nothing. Just your spending habits are just out of control lately. What do you mean? You buy a two liter for the price of that glass bottle. I don't want a two liter. I don't want <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> uh, today is Sunday. Is it 05th, 7.40 p.m.? <laughs> what <is> this intro? <laughs> Welcome into the number one sports podcast in Michigan. And this is March, but March is overrated. March Madness is no, no, not no. fun. We sleep no, in it's May. awesome. We sleep through March and April this year. You do. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I can't get into check-ins until I get my thoughts about what I just watched <laughs> off my head because I just can't focus on anything else. Let's talk so, about it. I'm sure. thankful for you two, Connor and Alex, that you don't have to have been a fan of this team this year. Yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying because you guys had a million close losses. Now, our team has done similar things. This year, we just won enough. So it's not like we don't totally understand. And I get that, and I value your opinion, but it's just not even close to the same level. I mean, yeah, I we certainly there. don't have two NBA draft picks and a all-time collegiate big man on our team and miss the tournament, which is not um, a fact yet, by the way. You can still win the Big Ten tournament. You keep, no, you keep talking about Dickinson like he's some... Um, God. God. Yeah, that's what I was told for the last three years until this year. So no one has said he's a god after his. Do you want me to find the the Twitter sphere tweets about Dickinson his first two years? This was the evolution of Dickinson. Wow, amazing freshman player. Lull through the second year. Wow, what a clutch tourney player against Tennessee this whole year. Bad. Do Michigan fans like him anymore? No, no. Are you guys declaring him bad? Really. Like you guys think you could okay. be better if Terrace Reed started the whole season and Dickinson wasn't on the team? No, let me. I guess I should clarify. Um, I'm a fan. 
I'm not one that's just going to crap on the players. I respect the effort they give in. The fact that they went to the distance in OT with Indiana, a very good basketball team, after going 50 minutes against Illinois, they get, they gave effort. It's just talent-wise, cohesion-wise, time and time again this year, they falter. They can play with, I believe, almost any team in the entire country based on, like, they just play to their level of competition. They just don't have any closers, any killers at the end of games. Yeah. Take it. Go ahead, Ben. I, I don't think it's a talent thing. I think we have all the talent in the world. I think we just don't have a dog mentality. I mean, how many times have we seen that close ending? Uh, you can blame blame the play calling on Joey, which has been a factor for sure. But you get Joey Baker a wide open three against Illinois. He misses the rim entirely. And then mm. the ball over twice with the last second shot. It's just like, what are we doing? We just lose all composure. It's just, it's impossible to watch as a fan. It, it just rips your heart out. Yeah, like, I guess it's the semantics debate. If you want to lump clutch factor into talent, like, if it's all together, because they just don't have that. I mean, they can make shots. They just, they've proven it. It's not mean to say they cannot close out a basketball game, potentially if their season hopes depended on it. And we saw it <laughs> twice use, this week. I must use one of the worst closing teams, too. But, I mean, I think they have a little better coach. That's what it comes down to. If Michigan, let's. Michigan should let Phil Martelli coach the Big Ten tournament and see what happens. But, guys, I don't – I mean, I agree. Izzo's better, no doubt. I think it's just your guys. Like, Tyson – we don't have Tyson Walker. We had You guys have more talent on your team than we have well, on our team. We don't we have – team, though. But if clutch – if being clutch – Cohesion matters. Of, if being clutch is part of talent, then you guys win that. I don't know if you yeah. if they're different, but – we don't have Tyson Walker. We had Eli Brooks last year. We we lost that guy, and no one has stepped up. Kobe has for like the middle stretches of the second half, and then we just don't pass him the ball. So I I'm not I'm not sure if like uh, Buffkin, Jet, and Dickinson all trust each other because that seems why MSU works more because I feel like Dick and, uh, Hogard and Walker want each other to you know have their own moments in Michigan and just looks kind of all over the place and sporadic, especially in the end when everyone's on the wing for the last 30 seconds and no one's going in and they just want the last shot. That, that could be it. Grant, I feel like we should kind of preface though um, that we just walked the end of that game and that's why we're all talking about it before weekly check-ins. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm doomed. Yeah. I'm doomsday. I can't think of anything. <laughs> it's over. Like, it's over. It's over. So is it you guys fully in that camp? Yes. Let's talk about Hunter real quick because we kind of skirted around that. Again, to preface it, even if he has been inefficient at times, he's still I, – I still am going to hold on to that he's an asset because every time he touches the ball, he gets instantly double teamed. And that is what's so frustrating is that there has not been a like cohesive offense built around that. Like That's such an advantage. If I was a basketball coach and I knew one of my guys was getting doubled every time they touched it – and he can see over everyone. I don't know how you don't burn more teams. Again, it comes down to people making clutch shots and not panicking. But as long as he's drawing a double team every single time, that's still an advantage from the minute you tip the ball up against the team. Yes, he's been inefficient sometimes, but he's also had huge moments. I don't know. I just could do with all like the antics. The biggest piece of shit that I hear that I heard recently that got me fired up was like Jawan defending Hunter saying like, I'll ride with them because what that Hunter's a master manipulator and 
by him saying all the things he does, it takes pressure off of his teammates. I could not simply disagree with the statement more from somebody. If you just don't say anything and don't give anyone feedback, no one's going to be putting pressure on your teammates to begin with, like acting like he's some martyr because he falls on the sword and all the attention for this team. That is such a backwards way of looking at all of his antics and doing a podcast with Marty. I mean, I just I I can't fathom that they go up there and they're like, yep, he's such a good teammate. He takes all the pressure off of Doug McDaniel McDaniel because he does round ball pod. Like what world do we live in where that is the narrative being spun? Just tell him to shut up. Clearly, he's preparing for his future after basketball because he knows NBA and not sure what's happening. And that's fine on Hunter. But we don't have to sit here and pretend that everything he does is a good teammate move. I never even heard that comment, and that kind of really irritates me as well. Well, unfortunately, I watch the press conferences because I'm a sucker and a clown. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do that. I can't do it to myself. I I already buy in for the full 40 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever it is, but I can't watch the pressers. I mean, yeah, that's just too much for me. Positive. I love Kobe Bufkin. I pray to the basketball gods he comes back another year. Love Doug McDaniel. Tries very hard. Terrace Reed. Good in my book. Even Joey Baker airballs a three. The kid dives on the floor every time he's in the game. I can root for that. I un- like Jace Howard tries really hard. Like I can give you that a pass sucks. if you hustle. Today we had Jet Howard throw a turnover on a backdoor pass and didn't even like jogged, jogged it like 20% down the court and they made a layup. It's like you can mess up. Just try hard. Yeah. And that's that's one thing you you've really been able to kind of see this year is the effort of certain individuals on this team. And you already laid out like the guys who are trying. And that's why they've earned my respect. I mean, even if you can't make a shot, at least you're putting effort in. You're diving on the on the ground. I mean, how many times I feel like the game today was the first time I saw Hunter Dickinson dive for a ball and it was just a jump ball. But the whole season, you only see it like once or twice. It's like, how do you not have effort with the season on the line? It's just. I don't get it, but it's sad. We don't need to go through all the close losses. I was going to do a thing where I read some of the play-by-play at the end of this game because it was absolutely infuriating. I think after the under-four timeout, we came out with two turnovers back-to-back. We got a gift of a rebound off of a Will Cheddar miss because I said in the group chat, in the Michigan group chat, need him to make both of these, like do something, Will. Misses the front end. Miraculously get an offensive rebound. Shot clock violation because no one has an idea how much time is left on the clock. Come down the next possession, try to force feed Dickinson, turnover. And then you go to overtime and you end the game with two turnovers back to back. It's just, it's the end. It's I mean, it is the end of the season now. We are in game 30 and we are just double back-to-back turnovers and key moments at the end of regulation and overtime. In the last, okay, anyone, well, our, our memes account said it. It's a funny joke, but I think another, I'm not going to point at them. The other account that was like, oh, see, because I said, why don't, why doesn't Kobe ever get the last shot? And they're like, oh, did you see the last play? Yeah, I'm not talking about when you get a four-second rebound off of a miss. I'm talking about when something's designed for you. So anyone that's like, oh, that's why Kobe doesn't get it in the clutch, spare me with that. Spare me with that. Yeah, I mean, what's he supposed to do with the ball? I mean, it, it did kind of look bad just forcing a random pass to Dickinson at the three-point line. I'm a big Kobe fan, and I think he, I think we were looking at it, Grant, in the Illinois game. He had two shots in double overtime, and he carried the team two overtime, it seemed like. So it's like, why aren't we letting this guy cook? Kobe's an unselfish kid. I love him for that. And 
as too unselfish. It sucks as it is to say you saw Michigan win three games. I'm lumping Michigan State in that because Jet got hurt relatively middle of the second half there, closed out, and then won two more games without Jet Howard. And again, preface caveats Jet Howard, great talent. Probably will go top 15 in the NBA, could have a great NBA career. Something just didn't work when he came back because I think with Kobe being unselfish, when he gets rolling, it wouldn't just stay Kobe. It would go back to running everything through Jet. And just like Jet has his moments where he's on fire, started the second half today. But over time, if he's missing his shots and he's not dialed on defense, which is, I don't know. One out of every three possessions. I mean, Alex, you said it in finally in the Illinois chat. I think you locked in on me. You're like, I don't even know what he's really doing on defense. Seven straight possessions or so. And he just stands at the left block, does not have any help defense whatsoever, never moves, just never does anything. No rebound, doesn't box out. That, that was one game. But from what I saw, yeah, he's not, uh, he's not giving it his all on defense. I guess I'll open it up for Alex or Connor if you want us to answer any other questions while we're I in the state of mind. Okay, good. <laughs> what loss is worse, Illinois or Indiana? I oh, can, man. I, I can answer. I, Go I ahead, man. Indiana, because the Illinois one, don't don't get me wrong, that really hurt. Being up seven in overtime, I kind of, <laughs> in my head, I thought we had it at that point, which is stupid of me, but the back of my head, I'm like, all right, we still have Indiana. We can still somehow backdoor our way into this tournament outside of winning the Big Ten tournament. And again, we're in a position to win it against Indiana on the road. It's just heartbreak. Season's over at that point if you can't pull that one off. So Illinois still had some way to make the tournament. And now it's it's going to take a miracle. So for me, it's Indiana. Mm, they're so close. I'll give the edge to Illinois. I, I was going to go off of which program I dislike more, but I really dislike both quite a bit. And it's hypocritical for Indiana because Butler fans are similar to their fans because they live in the state of Indiana. But if you go to IU and Assembly Hall and every single time their player misses a shot, their whole bench stands up like he got fouled and their whole crowd screams at the refs. And they got so many gifts in that game that went their way from the refs that it's just infuriating to watch a crowd not realize what's happening. But Butler's the same way because that's just how Indiana fans are at basketball. Everyone thinks they're a ref. So I'm hypocritical, but it's annoying. Are you blaming the refs for today's no. loss, Grant? No, I want to make sure. Four turnovers in like the clutch moments of games, and not. I didn't your think best you were a ref the ball. guy. Your no, it's just it's part. Kobe. It's part when you when you continually face fan base fan bases that complain about every single call. It drives you insane. And yeah, we play the same teams. TJD elbow a dude in the face and get an and one off of that. It's just like, what are we even doing here? And what about his spike? He completely spiked the ball into the rafters. After a dunk and didn't get like a delay game or a technical for oh, I didn't yeah. see that. Oh yeah, I, I didn't see that. I mean they're just I never liked him as a program. Cause it goes back to so, Boulder as well. What do you guys have to do to think you get, get in the tournament? I think if you guys win two games you're in. I think nineteen wins you're in because you're gonna have a win over Rutgers probably in Purdue. Uh, I don't think you necessarily have to win the tournament to get the bid, but where do you stand on that? That's probably right. It just feels impossible. Just too. It just simply yeah. feels impossible to do. So depressing. How, how close were you guys against Purdue this year? Did you only play them once? Yeah, it was like a five-point game, like every single game we've played this year is. Yep. 
sucks. It's just it's, I've watched the same movie like 25 times this year in the ending so, every time. And I try to buy, oh, new maybe a new director. Maybe Steven Spielberg's doing this script. Nope. Michigan lost late. Boom. So Next based game, on all Michigan that. Lost late. <laughs> based on all that. You don't think there's James a Cameron chance directing this one. Grant. Awesome. <laughs> so based on that, there's just no you don't believe in at all. There's a chance you win the Big Ten tournament. If you put Caleb Houston in Jet Howard's body, we make a run. I did not expect to hear that today. I texted the <laughs> Michigan chat. I can't believe I missed Caleb Houston. The kid actually like would he just had a little bit different to his game, like a little more unselfish. Him and Kobe would cook around the perimeter. You caught me off guard with that comment, Grant. I, yeah. Oh boy, what I would do to get Musa instead of Tito. the question. <laughs> what, you, what was even the question? Do you think you can win the Big Ten tournament at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> That, you're telling me you're I'm sure go you win. have a little more optimism. Every game is going to be close in the Big Ten tournament. Maybe you blow out one team if you get lucky, but the Big Ten, everyone is like eight losses. Everyone is the same team, just plays different style of basketball. We're going to win three close games in a row after losing 15 close games this year. You're a team of desperation. I wouldn't be We've stunned. been desperate for a month. We had been desperate this week. And you've, won some, you've won some games. You just this week didn't go your way. I, I think we have the talent to win it. But there's no reason at all I think we can win it because of what I've watched down the stretch. I and mean, we just can't pull out the big wins, except for a miracle three that Hunter just completely threw up against yeah. us. Yeah, and the fact we got that was just such a gift. Even the game we did win was a joke. <laughs> Would you have rather have just lost that Wisconsin game so then this week didn't matter as much? No, because Wisconsin's the biggest scumbags in the NCAA, so I enjoy beating them whenever we can. Yeah, losing mentality. <laughs> Accepted that. So. Just real quick threat games. Michigan did not win this season. I'm going to read you their highest win probability in all of these. Virginia, 82%. Central Michigan, 96%. At Iowa, 93%. Indiana, the first time, 82%. At Illinois, 90%. Indiana, 2.0, 87%. Lost every single game. It's a bad team. One hell of an NIT run, though. Hey, would hope, you guys that I hope they decline it. I hope they decline. Would you like to decline so the NIT fast. bid? Yeah, just get in the weight would room. Would you watch your transfer? NIT? No, I would. I'm not watching the NIT. I would tune into that. That'd the be only hilarious. you guys want to know. Hang the banner. The only NIT game I've ever watched was when Butler made Butler. the NIT, and they played at Nebraska. And Nebraska only had five players, and they two won. of them were walk-ons. And Nebraska beat us. And I said, the <laughs> NIT is simply just not a game I ever care to watch again. Isn't it like home, home it is games? Home court. It is home court. <laughs> you guys be like the one seed in the NIT. I mean, but look at this three straight overtime games for Michigan to end the year. One was a win, two heartbreaking losses. It just could not have gone more mentally drive you insane than what we just watched the last three games. Well, I watched them as well, so I could see why you'd say that. Yeah, that probably sucked. But get Juwan on the hot seat. Are we at that point? This um, is a tough question to ask think, right yeah. after the game, but not for me. No. Like I, I want to see him coach without Hunter Dickinson. His go-to is just get into the block and then either kick it out or Hunter do your thing or whatever. It's a great point, Ben. It's a great. Point. I, I need to see him actually coach around a team that doesn't involve a seven-one center. So yeah. also, where's the pride from seven-one Hunter just letting TJD score thirty-five points on you both times? It's like when did we just decide that we don't even need to stop him? Any good center that goes up against Hunter has a field day. I mean, I still have nightmares of Luca Garza dropping. He even, 
Honest. He got partially cooked by Dane Danger. I mean, <laughs> Christ. No offense to Dane Danger, but like, come on, you're seven foot one. I miss Dane Danger. Well, Dane Danger, big guy for Illinois. You'll know the name come March, Hunter, when they get bounced in their second game of the tournament. That team game stinks. Coleman Hawkins. Oh my God. Anyways, center. Like, do they have any big guys? Dane yes, Danger. Dane Danger. He doesn't start though. Oh yeah, <laughs> he does. He's a starting Where center. Ben Connor. Then I could have sworn I didn't see a single big guy playing today. He scored like 25 against MSU, didn't he? Yeah, he went off against Connor. <laughs> we watched that game at a bar. That was his breakout yeah, game. I know. Connor was I, three sheets to the wind in that bar. He's <laughs> three mugs deep. Um, all right. Let's get to weekly check-ins. So people are probably wondering, where's Evan? Since yes. Grant didn't even say anything about that. I was so carried away with March. Yes, Evan is not able to make it this week for personal reasons. We should anticipate his return next week, and it'll be a it'll be a highly anticipated return to see the takes that have been brewing in that brain for the last couple of weeks. Um, Alex and Connor, why don't you guys just talk about the night you had? We didn't have some crazy night. <laughs> <laughs> Shotguns, uh, chugging. No, played uh, really really some trivia. We stimulated just... our minds with some trivia. Went to Lansing Brewing Company. Really? Yeah. Before, went to Lansing Brewing Company for dinner. Then we went, came back, played trivia. And by the way, it's not just me and Connor doing this. We're not. Now, there's a bunch of people. Not just me and Connor. Just me. It was just, just, just me. Just <laughs> playing trivia. No, Evan was uh, actually there as well. Pretty uh, emotional last game at the Breslin for the year. Um, some good send-offs. Thinking, obviously, ESPN audio cut out, but it seemed like Tyson Walker will be back next year. That is um, not that at all what based I took on, from that. Yes, absolutely. Connor thinks because a couple of his family chance. members were happy with the one more year Dude, chance. His Connor family members were just bad. going hype, just raising their arms. So I don't think Malik's back based off of that, but. I think uh, Connor slipped Tyson like a $50 bill and just said NIL fun. You think that's enough? Bad. Yeah, because he winked thousand. He gave him a butt pat, too, and said, good stuff. Okay, okay. Grant. Um, Tom Izzo also said a Beauchamp Beckler quote, and that was yeah. stunning. Did he? He even prefaced yeah. with it. He's like, I hate to say it from this guy. And it says, but this quote just makes too much sense. And he said, those who stay. We'll, uh, we'll be champions. Wow. In reference to what, though? He Tyson was talking about this, coming like, back. Tyson coming back next year. Oh, so he's guaranteeing a Big he, Ten title next year. No, National championship. Pretty much. Yeah. No, pretty much, though. You don't say that before the season. You say that after you do it. He was just saying it like... <laughs> if you stay, you'll be a part of something great. We'll be he team. was just trying to get Tyson Walker. That actually gives us ammo on this podcast forever. Whenever there's any bow jokes, which rightfully so, he's done some questions. Tom said right Quickly, before he like, said well, it, he said Bo's like he basically said Bo's a terrible person. And he doesn't agree with anything he's ever done. But the quote he said that made sense to him. I need well, to read the trend. Trust me, I didn't have that on my bingo card. Also, wow. the halftime show for that game was maybe the most terrifying event that I've witnessed. It was like a nightmare fuel. There was just there was like ten to twelve year old girls. girls just jump broken. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely horrifying. I mean, it was, they did some pretty cool stuff. They were it was good at jump cool. roping, but yeah, that was that was wild. There was no you red. Guys, ever watched that? Oh, that's good. Red panda stinks. Um, 
You guys ever watched that Disney movie growing up, Double Dutch? Uh, all no. time, all time flick. What was the Cor- movie with uh, Corbin Palmer and Corbin, Corbin Blue? Blue? That's not called Double Dutch. That's yes, not it is. Double Clutch. No, it's no, not. it's, it's not. not. It's not called that. Or something? Double Dutch. Yeah, whatever Connor said. I don't no. think there's a word called double in it. Double it's Dutch. Not, it's not called right. that. Grant. Uh, yes, it is. Remember, you said jump in exclamation point. Shut you up. said Dobby was in Lord of the Rings. Oh my. That was insulting. Whoa. I did not Get this. It's called jumping. This is crazy, though. The film was originally set to star Raven Simone and be named Double Dutch. But due to her busy schedule, it was later revamped into jump in. I'm going to take 25% credit for that. So you're a Disney insider. Why do you even know? Weird. What? I just Googled jump in. I, oh, I typed in Double Dutch Disney and it gave me jump in. And in Wikipedia, it says what it was supposed to be named. Double yep. Dutch. Knew what it was supposed to be named for a Disney. Okay, it was a guess. Off the rails. Pack it up. Back it up. Back. It's it a up. great movie. It actually made me want to go jump rope. Sparked <laughs> my obsession with jumping rope. I thought that's how you get girls being good at jump rope. <laughs> I have no words for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then we went to the Riv, the Riviera Cafe. Grits, one of Grant's favorite bars. It's real name. People like to shorten the real name. Um. And they had $7 Twisted Tea Pitchers. <laughs> Colby's Alley. Holy moly. Um, Connor did not go to the bar because he can't. He's not of age. Mm-hmm. Um, Instead, I just got woken up at 140 by Jason screaming my name. For sleep in May. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I was just studying. So <laughs> good time there. And we went to IHOP this morning and waited two hours to eat breakfast, basically. It took two hours. It was a two-hour IHOP experience. It's your fault, Alex. It's free pancakes. So they scored, MSU scored 70, right? That's still going? <laughs> that is true, but no one got free pancakes because of that. What a miss. Why Alex, is it my fault, Grant? Well, you remember the IHOP experience we had on Woodward. Trust Avenue. me, I didn't <laughs> want to go to IHOP. I was totally fine with just going home. Alex and I went into an IHOP once, the two of us sat down, sat, sat ourselves, didn't get helped for 15 minutes, 20 minutes. We just left. Never been back to an IHOP. And they were upset that we left. They were like, one minute, we'll be with you. I said, you had no. 20 minutes. You had 20 minutes. No there nothing. was no one in there. There was nobody in there. Nobody. Fade IHOP. Denny's is way better. I'm pretty sure you talked about this already on the podcast like 50 episodes ago, but but yeah, good good memory. Holy of deep cut. I think it was episode seventy six. <laughs> yeah, in the twenty sixth minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did anyone do anything regrettable? Anything funny that night? Let's get to <sighs> the good laughing? stuff. Yeah. No. In Wisconsin. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't think anybody did anything crazy. The text messages just were not true. I did not throw up in the bar last night, which was a false rumor started. Funny one though. I'm sure you guys thought it was funny, yeah. But no, I wasn't even remotely that bad. Is there any proof that you did not puke? Or are we just going off your words? Yeah, I have an alibi. I was playing beer pong with someone there. Who? What's her name? It's a man. <laughs> oh. Steven Izzo. No, Ryan. Oh. You're in the clear. Good. Um I liked Ryan's shaved head. I didn't reach out to tell him that, but if he listens right now, I liked it. That was it a it grows on you. discussion. I liked it. Like bald? No. Oh, no. Like, a, like Aaron Craft type hair? Just oh. like, yeah. Yeah. 
Also, I mean, that was, that was my high school haircut, on. so I'm partial to it. Anything else for either of you two that's notable to share on this week's show about what you've done? Yeah, our basketball team um, pulled out a nitty gritty overtime win on Wednesday. So the opposite of Michigan hoops. Correct. Well, sort of, because we had a had the lead. Well, we were losing most of the game, honestly. And then we took the lead with about six minutes left. Wait, are we? What game are we talking about? Not yours, Connor. <laughs> Our men's league basketball game. Connor's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I was gonna say we were not at the same game. <laughs> uh, anyways, so we were. We finally took the lead, and then, of course, this one guy in our league is. I don't know, he's older. He's a lot. He's just a lot. Try hard. The lefty on the other team. Yeah. Yeah. The ball. Say his guy. name. Let's dox him. We don't know his I don't name. Know. I don't know his name. But he hit a game tie three because we turned the ball over with 20 seconds left or whatever. And they ran down, hit a game tie three, went to overtime, which we was debilitating. Michigan hoops right there. We're not going to say. It was no one that you would know, anyways. Okay. Um, but we turned it over and then we, uh, grinded it out because we have a Tyson Walker finisher on our team. So he does have, the clutch. he gets the, he gets the job done in clutch moments. Shout out Bryce. Wherever yeah, you shout out Bryce. Bryce Young. <laughs> Bryce Golden. No, not Bryce Golden. Better are Bryce are Golden. either of you like a top three player on the team? Ben probably is. Not this past Wednesday. Dude, I had to sit myself. I was Everyone just, has bad games, but <laughs> accountability. Lead from the front. I'm out, guys. I stink tonight. Dude, I was missing left and right, which is a bad sign. That's that's falling off the hand weirdly. If if I'm usually missing, it's long or short. But yeah, it was I could barely hit the rim. So he did hit the side of the backboard on one shot. Hey. I'm sorry to call you out like that. <laughs> but it was wide open. So yeah, no, I uh, it was a bad game for me. But Al, Al was pretty gritty. He was uh how many steals do you have, Al? You had like four. I played Shawnee Brown level defense. <laughs> I didn't care about offense at all. I was just like, today I'm just gonna just be a grinder on defense. And he was running. It worked the, out for me. He was swiping. He was getting boards. I, I was like, this guy is working hard today. Just wanted to win. I just wanted to win a basketball game. Did you smack the floor? No. Thank God. Should have. I no. did pick a kid at half court that led to a layup, and it felt pretty good. Did yeah. you follow him? Be honest. No, clean as can be. Clean. I almost face planted after I got the ball, but but you didn't. So I the, didn't. So we're four and so, two. Going two. We're we're on a four game winning streak. That's uh, we're hot in March to say the least. Big game on at eight thirty on Wednesday on ESPN the Ocho. If anybody wants to tune in, what's left in your season? I think we have three games left, and then the tournament, the dance. Yep. Does That's everyone qualify? Yeah. yeah, that's kind of lame. But we're, we're working for a double buy right now. Is that how the tournament works? I think two teams get a buy. Yeah. I don't um, know. Connor, do you have any juicy, any juicy stories? Anything that's happened to you? Any epiphanies? Um... I have not had an eventful week, to be honest with you. Nothing happened. You're on spring break. It's not a bad thing. Besides, uh, I mean, I'm going to, me, Colby, and Jason are going to Chicago on Wednesday for the tournament. So 
for some inside coverage. Real netheads right there. Going to the Big Ten tournament. We are wherever. Not that sure will be posted. if we're going Wednesday or Thursday since we play Friday. But. Um, I hope you guys have really safe travels. Last Big Ten drive you guys had was <laughs> almost a disaster. I thought about that the other day when I saw a near car crash. and I was like, I forgot that a car was driving right at them on their way to Indianapolis. Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm not. It was maybe one of the most terrifying moments of my life. But and you were driving, driving, weren't you? Yeah, I was driving. The car hit the car in front of them, turned towards us. I swerved in the right lane. <laughs> there was no car next to us, thank God. So, yeah, made it safely. A plus drive. Everyone, everyone wish yeah. them safe travels. Chicago is not a fun safe place travels. to drive. So tell Colby to dial in. Yeah. Chicago is one of the yeah. worst highway systems in America. Colby's driven through Chicago before, so I think we'll be, we should be good. All right, Ben, what have you been doing? Uh, absolutely nothing. It's Golf well. simulators? Honor Banks. I binge watched, yeah, I've really uh, given Netflix a, a run for its money this week. I watched Outer Banks. <laughs> I watched that new uh, Chris Rock special on Netflix. I watched that today. Um, watched Full Swing. Was that good? Only a couple. The Chris Rock, I actually enjoyed the Chris Rock one. He, it was a... Uh, uh, he didn't really hold back on anything. He really roasted uh, Will Smith and Jada at the end there. So uh, it's worth a watch if you're interested in like stand up. But my week in general, just busy work week. It's terrible at basketball on Wednesday, as we talked about. And I watched. But we won the game, Ben. But team, we won the game. So sounds like a me guy over there. Yeah, we got to get Ben to be more of a team guy. He's got that Michigan Jet Howard syndrome Uh-oh. going on. I'm kidding. Just a joke. Lotto pick, though, Ben. Lotto pick. Uh, yeah. Ben's a lotto pick. <laughs> I'm a lotto pick for the men's YMCA league. Yeah. Um, I'd like to spend a couple of minutes discussing the ending to Outer Banks. No. I am overwhelmed with things that I have to watch, so I'm just behind. I can't keep up. Connor, have you seen Outer Banks season three? I have. So we have three people. That, is there anything we can say, Alex? Can I give a rating? No. Can I say where no. it stacks up compared to one and no. two? No. I can't I'll just anything. say I'm not a. I, I don't Nothing. like Big John. See, that's enough of a spoiler right there. I don't. No, want. it's not because no, it's I not. haven't even seen him yet. But halfway through, you're gonna no. be like, agreed. He was in a closing scene in season two, so you have I, seen. Okay, I've. Seen you know him. he's alive. He hasn't. He's barely talked in the one episode I've seen. He shouldn't have talked yet. He talks to some chick in a car. Oh, uh, uh, trim the chick trim from the, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, that's yeah, stop. Stop. Yeah. Ted Lasso's. I'll try to finish this week. Scale yeah. of one to ten, season three was probably uh six point seven or seven seven range. Is yeah. there a season four? Is there a cliffhanger? Yes, it's already greenlit. Thirty uh, Kind of a cliffhanger, yeah. It's right, greenlit. No, no more. No more. No more. It's more of just a tease. I mean, they already announced yeah. that. Season four. So, but yeah, unless he wins, just enjoy season three, Alex. I think we're all downhill after this. Yeah. What's next, Al? You watching Outer Banks or uh, Two Towers for Lord of the Rings? I was going to say, I have to watch two Lord of the Rings movies for eight hours. I the first one I had to pause and then go back to because it's so long. It takes up my whole night. It's pretty cheesy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I wish you would go into it with a good mentality. You're going into this. I am, but like you guys are just shoving it down my throat that I have to see Lord of the Rings. 
I'm just sick of you bad mouthing it for no reason. I'm not bad mouthing it. I could tell you right now, if Grant watched that first movie, he would say some terrible things about that movie. Kind of like, want to just to roast it. It's kind of fun to good. hate things. Grant has a terrible taste in movies, so I would never. He does. He does. He's the yeah. worst TV movie guy. You guys don't world. like The Dark Knight? You think The Dark Knight's a bad movie? Oh, great. great bold, take, bold take. Yeah, we're really stepping out there. I'm just saying it's it's definitely top three, top two. So I know good Go dip your fingers in them. ranch. What? <laughs> so uncorrelated things. Is this Your takes on most things are bad. You were in the minority on the ranch take. Most whatever. It's not overrated. Evan and I discussed it over the weekend. It's overrated. But it's, it's overrated. not overrated. It is. I don't think. Because I, people act like it's the next coming of Christ. I think in college it was. It caught a wave. I think now people just don't don't hype it up as much. I don't think people are out there hyping up a ranch on a daily basis. It's I just, watch people stick their hands in goops and just lick it off. Like, it's like no, the you greatest, don't. greatest no, you not. ever. Who? Who? Your girlfriend. She does not stick her hand in ranch. If she has pizza, she eats ranch people, with people pizza. Use, people use ranch on pizza and wings. That's not overrated at all. I, I the it. amount of ranch use is disgusting. Most Detroit, pe- the, most Detroit pizza chains are butt, so you need to use ranch for it. What about French fries and ranch? I do that. No, that's gross. Weird. Gross. That would be overrating it because it doesn't need to be on. Yeah, fries. but it's gross. better. Hey, I'm a ranch. Just use ketchup. Uh, well, ketchup. Ben hates ketchup. Either, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, that, that's overrated if you ask me. But hey. ketchup is overrated. What about uh, napkins? We're not getting into sauces too much. Uh, yeah, I did find out something wild today. People can be afraid of napkins. <laughs> what? Cormac <laughs> is afraid of napkins. What do you mean? Like, if, he, if a, a napkin touches napkin him, he... freaks out. He's afraid of napkins. I just don't know what to say to that, because that just stopped Trust me in my me, tracks. I thought it was a joke, and so I kept touching my napkin on him, and he started flipping out. Did he and like people have to pick up his silverware if it's wrapped in napkins. Ben, there's no questions to ask about this. I think you just have to move on. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a potential traumatic experience with napkins. Not just nothing pops I out. The, I think it's just the feel of the. I think he doesn't like the feel of them. But is he a paper towel guy? Uh, I don't know. Paper towel questions. Bounty, the quicker picker upper. Um, weird though. Favorite everyone's favorite Morgan Wallen song off the new album. Oh, that's tough. I'm not really like mine's I last night. To it enough. Yeah, I mean, I love that song. No, you can't take it. That's why I said it first. It's the only one I've listened to. Like, I liked all the songs. I think I, the songs I liked the most are the ones that already had came out. I don't think anything really passed. I I don't know the song names. Not a big country guy, but I do like his music. I just don't search it. So no answer on my part. Mm. Connor, you said you listened to one. I'm looking. I mean, I don't. I'm not a huge. I mean, I, I listen to his album. I don't know a lot of the song title names. I didn't realize he was on The Voice until someone said that in the group chat this week. Yeah, I said that. Good for him. I don't know. I guess I'll have back to from keep, a, I'll give you an answer next week. Came back from a. I went back down the rabbit hole this week of his mistake and his interview with Michael Strahan, which was very uncomfortable on Good Morning America, and just like. He made it all the way back from that to now, so kind of wild. Wasn't that only a year ago? It feels like we're going on two years now. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I didn't I forgot he like went off the face of the earth like he just laid and I saw an interview with Lil Durk who made Broadway girls with him and he was like I called him I could tell he wasn't a racist for real so I said let's collab man I was like hell yeah Lil Durk gave him a second chance and they made a banger called Broadway girls an absolute that banger song is a banger <laughs> um I had a meltdown earlier today I feel like that's fun for people stunning to on the pod ever since you said to me I never want to be you and like throw a tantrum. You have just been meltdown kid all <laughs> week. How? I'm excited to hear about this meltdown. So let's hear it. This was just mad at myself, mad at this item, paper bags. They got me again. The diehard <laughs> listeners will know that when I first moved out here, my grocery store debate revolved around what bags they gave me in paper bags. Um, I got home from the store. I had two paper bags. I bagged them myself. I bagged them well. Everything was in there tight, and the handle ripped immediately when I took it out of the trunk on one bag, and the other one was tipped over during the drive, and that handle ripped off, and I tried to make it work by holding, like, conjoining the handles that remained and carrying it, and I made it all the way to the apartment door to get inside the building. <sighs> A little bit of tension on that one handle, just bag rips right down the middle in half, right outside the door. So... I had to drop everything. I had, a, I had a coffee in my hand. I drop everything. I carry one bag in like a baby, like just, just straight it like this, walk in, drop it in on the kitchen counter, walk back outside, baby the other one in, just walk in, and they're just both ripped down the middle when I'm in. And I just I was just so mad in the moment. I wanted to punch my door. I just, why, why does this have to happen? It's so simple to make good handles. It's like these people make these handles with a stick of Elmer's glue. Like they just go mm, on the edge and then slap it on. Like, yep, handle will be good. You're good, man. Rips every time. It's my fault too because I keep going back. I think I, I think I'm going to buy my own bag. I think I'm going to buy my own. You're putting bags. probably too many items in these paper bags. You can make the argument from one yeah, of the bags, yes. So. But the other one was less than like three pounds. It was a feather because it was all like bread, tuna packets, eggs. It was not. It was nothing. It was air. It was an air bag. You dropped ripped. eggs and he crack they, and they all survived. The sturdiest eggs in the planet. I'm buying my own grocery bags. I'm going to become a mom, 40 year old mom, buying my own grocery bags. I'm going to show up with it. When you go to lift initially, are you like yanking on it or are you having some finesse where you gently pick it up? I finesse so well. I'm so gentle with the handles at this point and they break every time. You're right. It's my fault. It is. I just got so pissed. All right. That's pretty much it. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of temper tantrums from you this week. No. It sounds like, I mean. I did the, not slam any doors and I did not ignore anyone. I'm here doing this podcast. Depressed. I listened to you in a bar. Tell me that you're giving up and going to sleep in this bar. That was temper tantrum number one. That was just giving up. The audacity to say that to me before my tenter, temper tantrum ever even occurred. That wasn't throwing a fit. That was just like, I'm accepting my fate. I'm sleeping at Cowboy Jack. You threw like a I fit. Said. You gave me your phone and just put your head down in a booth. <laughs> comfortable booth. Um, Take a look in the mirror, Grant. The Detroit Red Wings. Connor, how big of a Detroit Red Wings fan would you say you are on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, 7-1. Not the like most that. extreme where I'm watching every game. I mean, I'm paying attention to every game and try to watch it as I can. But you might I'd be the expert on this topic. Then, honestly, I'd say Red Wings, Wings are so. by far my um, farthest down of all the teams I care about um, in the Big Four. 
Agreed. So last show, we we were still riding a high. We watched them beat the Rangers. They lost to the Lightning, Lightning at the end of the weekend, but then this week set up two massive back-to-backs against Ottawa, a team that we were ahead of in the standings. Um, they were both away. We lost both in embarrassing fashion, like 12-2. to two. I was like, well, I tried caring about the Rebels for a little bit. Um, they're now bottom four in the conference, 65 points to their name, and the games in hand stuff is gone because they played t- another back-to-back after that. So we're basically caught up with all the teams that were in the mix. We are bad. We are not going to make the playoffs. And that led to the moves that I'm about to list off. So we extended Dylan Larkin, eight years, 69.6 total value. Nice. Average annual value of 8.7. Traded Phil Peronic for uh, a 23 first and a 23 second. Traded Bertuzzi for a 24 first, top 10 protected, and a 25th fourth round pick. And we traded Jacob Frana for a seventh round pick. Um, I'm most curious to hear Alex's thoughts about Larkin's money since he is the heel when it comes to that. Because I think he just likes to see Evan mad. But now that Evan's not here, I wonder what he'll actually say about the contract. Well, I think we shouldn't have paid him. And I still stand (laughs) with that. Wow. (laughs) I think that he's overrated. But the number-wise is not terrible. If he was going to get $10 million, I would have flipped out a year. But what he got, like 8-point-something seven. average? 7? I saw 8 on Twitter, Grant. $8.7 million a year. Oh, that makes sense. Um, so the money's fine. I mean, he's mediocre. He's not a top 15 player in the NHL. We're paying him as a top... 20 player probably he's right around there i guess doesn't move the needle for me he gets injured all the time he's played well the last three weeks or so ever since this has started but he's in a contract year so i'm guessing he's probably just gonna suck next year and it'll be a huge waste of money (laughs) that's the spirit i'm not very optimistic about the red wings and the tigers so i'm not your guy for this I think you should. Everyone's like trust Iserman because he's getting all these picks. It's awesome. He's getting picks every year. I just hate losing all the time. We just always lose. It's sick. Like the Pistons, they get all these cool picks and get all these cool players. They suck. It's not fun anymore. I respect the passion, but I think there's more. Sick of the rebuild. I think there's more more reasons for optimism with this team. I'll kick it to Connor to see if he has any reasons for optimism or if he's doomsday as well. What do you think, Connor? They'll be fine. I I personally like the Larkin deal. I think you have to have your you shut the uh, you have to re-sign your best player as of now. He's your go-to guy that you want at center um, ice. But you know, you just drafted a young guy who plays center. In the last draft, so the only way you would not sign Larkin is if you're going to pull him up next year. Um, I trust, you know, the young guns, Raymond and Cider. You know, I think from two years ago, Edmondson should be good next year. It comes down to just our goal. Like, we need a good second string goalie because our goalies suck. Our defense sucks. Play with no heart against Ottawa. It's just more annoying how you can go on such a hot win streak and then. Like, all those games, too, against Ottawa, they had leads early and were scoring, and then all of a sudden you give up two, three goals, four goals in the second period, and the game's over, and you're pretty much just forfeiting the rest of the year. Like, I don't think there's any shot of the playoffs. I'm also with you, Alex, where I think following Iserman blindly is dumb. 
because also Troy Weaver, like following him blindly is dumb. I didn't like the Bay trade. Um, I think next year, if the Red Wings are going to have enough talent next year, I think, especially with your young guns, where if you're not in the playoffs, I think he's a, Iserman's officially on the hot seat. I don't think we're at that point yet because we are still in contention. Uh, I don't. What's really? Do you guys know what like? What's the least conditional firsts mean? Because I thought Horonic was like a conditional first we got for him. Yeah, it's if the if the Islanders, it's up to Islanders if they make or miss the playoffs, it might get bumped to the next year. So it's still gonna be. A, we're still gonna get a first round pick. Yes. The so first round picks was, in the NHL aren't first round picks in the NFL type of deal. Yeah, no, I know. Not as allegedly, valuable. allegedly, this draft from hockey experts, they think it's very deep. So it's good to have them if you're gonna get what you want to be this year. Good. Thank you for that insight. Um. Two things. One, to clarify Larkin's contract, which should make you feel better, Alex. It is he is the forty-first highest-paid player in the league after that deal. That's that seems right. Forty-first. Um, and then I do agree with both you guys. Like you can't just blindly follow a GM, but I'm going to go more blind following with Iserman until I feel like a dummy because he did build a dynasty in Tampa base, whereas Weaver hasn't like it was his first job as a GM for us. So I'll give him like, I'll it's kind of like when you would always doubt Tom Brady, people would like always too old and you look dumb. I'm willing to just blindly defend Eisenman. until I look really dumb because he did do it with Tampa Bay. So I'm like, he knows how to do this. I agree with I still, you in that sense. I still trust him a lot. It's just like, seems like it's like right when we got Weaver, every single deal, like you'll see on Twitter, everyone's like, Oh my God! Trust in Troy. Trust in Troy. Like same thing happens. Pistons with fans every are crazy. single deal. I why yeah, Pistons makes. fans are nuts. Like Pistons they just love everything. Diehard. Yeah, Pistons diehard fans are crazy in a good way. Like it's nice to have that we, they're that loyal, but they are insane, and I think they're warped in a way of like they're almost so desperate for us to get good. They're gonna they want to have hope that everything's gonna turn out well. And it's like well, we could just suck again. We always suck with the Pistons, but I truly like I'm into that camp where like I have faith. Next year, if we're like, I kind of like looking at it, I'm kind of like more. I want Brandon Miller over Wemby. Like, I'll if you're at number one, you have to take Wemby, but I'm perfectly fine getting Brandon Miller. Uh, I did not expect this on the podcast today. We'll see it. We'll see how the court case goes. Apparently, people dumped to conclusions in that. From what I read, I mean, this is lawyer talking, but be very good. He'd be very good for us. There's no doubt he can shoot. The lights out of the ball, which we do. This is our dead. This is our very, very close to approaching that Tigers um, level. No, we have no. We're not. Okay. At least we have players. The Pistons have some players. The Tigers have nothing. Tigers have Pistons. Pistons are flashy and fun in parts where Tigers are just watching Mikey Matuk on a 7 p.m. game against the the Guardians. Mikey Matuk. Deep cut. Um. Reason for optimism, and I want to hear from you, Ben, about the Red Wings. Um, reason to be optimistic from Jim Costa tweet. He laid it out. The Red Wings have eight of the top 100 players in the under 23 rankings. So that's second highest, I believe, in the league. I think they're the there was one team above us. But we're second in most players on that list for per the athletic. We have five first-round picks in the next three drafts and like a bunch cumulative between the second rounds as well. Um, I think we have to, 
I think Eiserman's plan, which is what I everyone wants to happen, as I think he's not planning to use all these picks because he understands we already have talent on the roster. He's using these picks to make a blockbuster trade this offseason. I think it's very like I I believe he gets it done because he has GMs in his back pocket. I mean, he absolutely fleeced the Vancouver GM with that chronic trade. There was a guy that got traded later named Churchin from Arizona who's way better than chronic. It was the same hall, same exact player, same exact pieces we got back. I think Eisenman can pull off a massive trade. I think everyone's banking on that and signing a free agent, and then you're ready to roll next year. I do not think he plans to take all these picks. That would be crazy. We don't have enough room for all that. We're not ben, the thunder. Ben, your thoughts. It is nice to have draft capital, and I'm sorry to tie everything to the Lions, but that's what I know best. I feel like the Red Wings are in a very similar spot as the Lions right now. We've Both teams are have very young players. Um, they're both right on the verge of making the playoffs. Uh, Red Wings still have that chance, obviously, but I feel like we've been making strides over the last couple of years, and, and I still have faith in Eisenman, obviously, and the moves he has made have seemed promising and they just haven't paid off yet. And, and while we have draft capital, it feels like we haven't hit, in, hit on anything yet. So I feel like we're due to get something big here. And, uh, you know, I, I, I can't say I'm the biggest Red Wings fan, so I, uh, I, I don't carry, don't carry too much weight in my opinion here, but it, it just seems like we're on the verge of, of something pretty cool in Detroit with the Red Wings and the Lions as well. Not the Tigers. Not the Tigers. No. I think another thing to remember, too, for casual hockey fans, which I consider myself that I was reminded this past week when I was doing trade deadline, you know, reading stuff is that NHL picks take like three years to get to the majors. If if unless they're amazing, like Connor McDavid or like how with the Tigers Torkelson made it up in one year, that's rare. It's kind of like baseball where usually it takes you three years to get there. And so we have a lot of Eisenman's picks like coming up like that top eight out of 100 list. So they're about to get to the NHL. And I think the clearest signs, like we're, I think Piss, our Red Wings fans were worried that we were going to blow it up because we just traded everyone away. You don't re-sign Larkin to eight years if you're blowing it up. He would have just done a full, full teardown again. This is like we got our veteran guy. We have our captain. We have a Calder winner and Cider. We have Raymond, the young pick. We have guys coming up, and we're going to take these picks we just got and try to make a trade this offseason. You hope? I hope. My name also, I, I would circled. like to clarify. Yeah, um, I do trust Eiserman. I'm not saying I don't. I just don't love when people just think they just see a trade and they're like, oh, yeah, we fleeced them. Like, <laughs> let's just relax. We'll see. The, the Vancouver one absolutely made no sense. And I'm not a big hockey guy, but they just sold their biggest player, Bo Horvat, to the Islanders. And yet they just dropped another first rounder to take like. Hronik, who was second on our team in points, but hadn't proven much before then. Like we sold at the absolute highest price you could for him and got a first rounder for a guy that would probably got like a fourth rounder to start the year. It's wild. Sure. Um, yeah, it could be Johnny Gaudreau season. Evan, no, could be I right. gave up on that. That's never going to happen. The downside, he just signed a huge deal with Columbus. And it's only year one for him. But plus, I, no, they, are, they are the worst team in the entire league. So if they panic, and they blow something up, we have all the picks for We're going to trade a guy they just dropped a billion dollars for uh, less than half a season ago. I mean, they spent all that money, and they are the worst team in the NHL. The worst. Maybe they have a They're plan. Connor Bedard. Or we win a lotto and we get Connor Bedard. Oh. And he starts game one on line two 
I, I still feel like we kind of need to roast the Red Wings though for that sender performance. I mean, that w- those two games oh, it's were pitiful, embarrassing. I know you kind of touched on it earlier, but I, I heard like those two games going into it had a twenty-two percent chance or a swing in playoff chances for the Red Wings, and you go out and lose. You let up six goals in both games. Like, what are you doing? I mean, you got the playoffs on the line, and and maybe they don't look at it that way. It's one game at a time, but geez, like <laughs> you got to have one of those at least, and it just. Crap the bed in both of those. It's it's irritating. Yeah. So. Losing stocks. We're also weak. Like we're a soft team. The old Red Wings teams used to be tough and like check Cronwall would just lay people out. This team needs like bigger like bodies because we just get bullied. Get bullied. Well, what what was that, that I think I mean Detroit needs who was it last year? Giovanni Smith. Do you remember? Who's getting in a fight every single game? Yeah. Bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> Every just single star player, just bring them out and just absolutely beat the shit out of them. Just <laughs> yeah. get the, My final take is I'm um, 0-7 watching the Red Wings this year. Mm. Not great, Bob. Um, let's spend a little bit of time. Ben, if you can hear us, you just I would just That's try to awesome. rejoin. Yeah, I think. If you can hear us, Ben, I would just try to rejoin if you can. I don't know. Yeah. He's got it, which is good because now we're on full tank mode. Now we just want to lose every game we play. What's Alex doing? What's going on? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Ben's back. And Alex is back. Look at that timing, guys. Good timing. My headphones died. And now my video camera is like zoomed in on my face. You're good. You're good to me. You're good, Ben. Yeah. All right. All right. Perfect timing, Ben. We're talking about the NFL Combine. Maybe the Detroit Lions. Sorry, Connor. Um, you know, you're a Packers guy. We'll give you like two Packer minutes at the end. We're going to kind of go somewhat fast on this, I think. But my first note that I wrote down was obviously I was interested to see what Brad and Dan said. I feel like some interesting questions get asked at the Combine. Um, but the first thing was not words. It was clothing. Brad Holmes showed up in a villain sweatshirt, which made me a little uncomfortable. I'm guessing at least someone on this podcast likes it. I would imagine just because it's a big move. But I hope we're not getting too like over our britches. We missed the playoffs and we're coming out to the Combine in villain sweatshirts. I didn't see these sweatshirts. Did you... Do you have a tweet? Do you have something I could find that with? If you if you pop on Twitter, you know, on your cellular device and just type in like Brad Holmes sweatshirt, Brad Holmes villain, you'll see it. It's just a sweatshirt with like a faded lines logo and it says villain over it. And he wore it at his press conference. I see it. I don't really <laughs> going for. I mean, it's a cool hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it was funny, though. It came out the same day that Jalen Carter's news came out yeah. as well. Hey, Ooh. connecting dots. <laughs> We're drafting him. Much do we talk about that? He's he's just playing mind games. That's all. That's all. Of it. He said, "I don't really care." Like, just a sweatshirt. Let's move on. He said it was something that came up in the player personnel department. Like, so it's our scouts that invented it. It's not even the players. They were just talking about the mindset they want to have. And I just, it kind of felt a little forced and a little corny. But if we win football games, I don't really care. But it's going to be I don't one of think those things. A single. I don't give a single. What Brad wears. It's going to be one of those things where if we go like five and 12, I will tweet that and be like, this backfired. This looks dumb. That's 
It's a little yeah, bit of like makes sense. You're a receipt guy. It's you're a little bit of a like Hunter Dickinson ski mask without the ski mask. Like, why are you wearing? Like, I don't even think it's remotely fair to compare Brad Holmes and Hunter Dickinson. At I'm all. just saying, like, you're a GM. You don't. Hunter have. Dickinson wore a ski mask. I'm just Alex. I'm just saying the thought for a game. I agree. They're they're one's way more extreme. I'm just saying he put that on knowing he wanted to be a storyline. Like he's a he's a very smart man. He wanted to start a narrative at the combine. You don't have to wear that sweatshirt. I think you're overthinking it, but it makes sense. Teams are kind of in the chitter, and you need something to think about. Sorry, I I just don't want to get too cocky too fast. That's all. We have no reason to be cocky yet either. I mean, a nine and eight. We didn't make the playoffs, so I don't think he's trying to be cocky. Uh, I personally, but whatever. Like, what? What's the why? Why do you do that? It's cool. It's a cool hoodie. It's cool hoodie. I mean, that's why I put on clothes. Fair. It looks cool. If you wore a villain sweatshirt out to the Riviera Cafe, I would tell you you look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's not a surprise. You overanalyze everything. Um, MC I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy one. MCDC had some player. He had interviews like with the he said he said, I don't go to this to watch people run around underwear. I go for the interviews with the players, which makes sense to me. I mean. I feel like you can only learn so much from guys running around in their, underwear. Yard in their underwear, essentially. He said there was four guys when he had his interview that had knocked him, knocked him away. Basically, like I can tell. I love the idea that Dan can just sit down with someone like Connor, look across from him and tell if Connor loves ball. Like he just can feel it on you. He's like the type of guys that stand up when they're talking because they're so excited about it. They love it. Obviously, start speculation of who would he talking about. We have no idea, but I like I, know. I wish. I wish the number was potentially higher. Which you, you know, Alex. I know who they are. All really? Four, but I cannot reveal it. You talked to Aaron? I did. I went over to Aaron's yesterday and we had a nice brunch and we talked about the combine. Do you actually have a guess or are you just messing no. around? Well, other um, than what Aaron told me. Now, I hope those players are also high on draft boards. So, like, the the value matches with what they think about them. I don't. And we don't take a Reed it. at six. Less ball. <laughs> um, the other notable thing I had was it seems like you're safe partially, Alex. They did make a pretty strong commitment to golf while acknowledging they need to find a solid plan Grant, to succeed him. Let me stop you. Um, I'm totally okay with CJ Stroud getting drafted into Detroit. It was Evan who was anti that. So don't lump me into... Alex thinking it's doomsday. I love Jared Goff, but I'm okay with CJ Stroud being a lion. I'm saying for golf because you you want to ride or die golf to the end. I don't need to ride or die golf to the end. I'll yeah. ride or die him no matter what team he plays for. At you this, want you want golf to be quarterback until he's forty. <laughs> no. Yeah. Unless he it's a really no. <laughs> no. No. So stop, stop doing that to me. I Connor, love you. What do you think about Jared Goff, Packer guy? <clears throat> I <Yeah>. think uh, <laughs> clears throat. I think he's good enough. I don't think you're going to win anything with him. He's not going to be a spectacular playmaker. But I don't see any of these quarterbacks in the draft being someone who will take you over the edge right away. I'm not big on Anthony Richardson at all, or Will Levis. Maybe Whoa. I do like Stroud. Yes, we're t- this is a CJ Stroud podcast. Although Grant's Stroud. probably going to start talking about Anthony Richardson numbers soon. He lost. Numbers. Flash. You have oh. to be impressive. 
They are. The vertical jump was cool in slow-mo. That was like, well, he's up there a long time. But that has nothing to do with playing quarterback. No. Unless you think he's going to be hurtling. And I saw his, like, three out route, his five uh, yard out route passes, and he missed all three. And I was like, oh. Just watch his tape from his season at Florida. He wasn't very good. This is what happens every year. This is why we actually should be credentialed because we have all these NFL national pundits that just watch highlights and are like, oh, this guy's amazing. Like we, like, we are sickos and we watch Florida versus Kentucky. This guy, yes. Anthony Richardson, went like five weeks without even throwing a touchdown pass in college. Sure. Will Levis was dog poop all season and he's still projected in the top like 15. Could he turn it around? We could all be wrong. Yes, but the people that are like, he has to go top six because of what he did at the combine. I just don't like they're like, oh, he was top in this, top in this. But the guy that ran the fastest 40 in like combine history and the top, like John Ross, he was nothing. It doesn't really matter if you're top in a category in anything. It has to do with like, can you play football? Now, I will say if you're a wide receiver and you have a combine like DK Metcalf, well, then yes. If you look like that, and you're playing wide out, and you can catch a ball, yeah, you should be drafted in the first round. But they tell you that's – like, Anthony Richardson is the DK of quarterbacks. Well, then <laughs> he's going to do some but crazy things on the football field. I want. He should be fired. Fired on the spot. He should be fired right when the, he puts the card in. I'm not as, like – I'm not going to say it's that. It's fun either. to have a strong stance. I love you for that, Connor. I'm not there yet because I, I really won, don't though. know. Yeah, I agree. No, I can't say I he won't be good ever. What if what if he's there at 18 though? Do you take him at Ah, uh, then it's con- then you consider. I'm having yeah. a hard time accepting Bryce Young. I think I would take Anthony Richardson over Bryce Young. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a big flip. That's a take. Now we're getting juicy. I love that. You used to like Bryce Young a lot. I do. I mean, combine just he, he's an absolute he weighs over 200 pounds now. Wouldn't throw at the combine against competition. Dude, so no that's a big sh- quarterbacks throw usually, but this year everyone what did. What the hell so are you talking? Yeah. This year everyone did, but there's been a lot of years where quarterbacks don't. Throwing at the combine, I don't even care if you throw that well. It just proves to me that you're not afraid of competition and going up like what you're going up against. He's like, oh, I'm just going to be protected by Nick Saban and my pro day. I thought it was like, that's mentally weak. The only one that didn't do it. Fine. And he's the same exact height as Kyler Murray. And Kyler gets just joked on every single time he steps on the field. Well, Kyler sucks and he's a me guy and he's a Well, that's God, dude. But I'm just saying he he gets roasted for his height and Bryce Young just measured in. So here's where I might be wrong. Like, I think if Kyler had a good attitude, they'd win stuff. So if Bryce has a good attitude and he can do that, then they should theoretically win playoff games. Well, not in Houston. But Kyler's kind of thick, like in a good way, like for quarterback. Like, I don't think Bryce has that frame. Kyler is thick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a thick little guy. He's got a badonk on that guy <laughs> when he runs around. Yeah. Um. So, but we want to push the Anthony Richardson narrative because we want four quarterbacks to go in the top six. So we might be able to finagle our way to one of the top two defensive guys. Are we? Which includes Jack on Jalen Carter. I think that we can't just take a guy that was street racing that ended in death of two people. If Will Anderson could be there, that'd be cool. I mean, it's oh. a real conversation happening in GM rooms around the country. This same exact conversation, maybe yeah, not. Like, how like much dumb, do you value football like, winning or 
morals. When you talk to the kid, does he seem remorseful? Does he just seem like, oh, I'm just going to read my prepared statements? If he like doesn't have any remorse for this and reads his prepared statements, I can live without it. I don't need him. I'll, I was going to say we'll just get Mozzie Smith, but that's a terrible example as well. We'll get the guy from Baylor or something. Like I don't know. Like I'm okay with Mozzie for the most part. Al, I think you're right, though. I, I don't think we even take Carter. I mean, I was very hopeful. I don't we, think we would. Like you said, we're high on character in Detroit, and he, he's a major red flag, that's for sure. No, I think we wouldn't. This would be the start of, like, our culture can fix people like New England used to do when they would take people that were bad. Had do you think problems. we are going to start doing that? I think we will at some point, yeah. I think we'll take a guy that's like – Jalen Carter could fall to 18 based on all this stuff. Then I'm all over it. <laughs> But that means no Bijan for Grant, no Bijan, Dijon, Mustard. But what's the difference morally between taking him 6 or 18? There's no oh, moral know. difference. Draft capital. <laughs> but like if he's Money. there at 6, that's the pick. I don't think it will be. If you're talking like best football pick. Best, best football pick. fit, yeah, that would be the pick. We're just kind of funny though. I mean, it's not like the NFL is some pillar of integrity. I mean, look at all no. these big. I mean, Joe Mixon. Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill. There is a long list of people out there who are Jackson playing. Mahomes. Dude. <laughs> you see that video? Oh, yeah. Some quotes from players, good and bad. Another bad one, CJ Stroud says, up to Michael Vick and Deshaun Watson. I mean, can you just say any two worst names at the I quarterback position? At the quarterback position. I mean, Ryan Leaf. I'm a big Ryan Leaf guy. Like, what are we talking about? Love Big Ben. Love Big, <laughs> Love Big Ben. Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. Like, all he has to do, he did drop Joe Burrow in there, but that didn't make it in the quotes. Trans- and I listened to the Shocking. quote. Like, Shocking. Like, take this out of context. He was talking about football, but he did say the quote, like, I look up to. I looked up to. It's like, he could have picked any word. Model my game after. Yeah. Or just not say their names to start. So that was tough. Uh, I thought CJ was a smart kid, but that that didn't, that wasn't great. Yeah, but we can draft him because he doesn't have a criminal record. Yes. The only criminal he had was a lot different just because of his missing answer. out on two Heismans and two wins against Michigan. It was good to finally see him throw an indie. Can make those jokes now. It's fun. <laughs> I think it's lame. Nice. That's well, all. I thought you've done them before. You've done them before. No. Yes. No. Not me. Not yeah. me personally. Oh, no. our blow doesn't know what indie is. Might have to go coach the Colts to finally taste that stadium. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I have never said that. Of all the Michigan um, State fans that are disrespectful to you, it's not me. <laughs> Pro, uh, Bajan Robinson says he watches Barry Sanders' film every other day. I mean, like, he just wants to be in Detroit. I mean, guys, board for that comment. I love Connor, that. Connor, how scared would you be if Bajan Robinson was a lion? Not at all. Do I change my view about you guys? Please. I don't think it moves the needle for us. Makes you guys any better? I, I didn't agree with Connor. I don't think it makes us some like way better team. Grant, you just fall in love with Flash, and then you just forget what we need. Look, you guys can say this is crazy take. You can say Grant, be realistic. I just think it'd be fun to have someone as Barry Sanders level on our team as pure fandom. I just want to watch him work. Barry Sanders level. He watches but, them every other day. I'm not going to lie. Grant kind of is flipping my opinion a little bit. I mean, not it, this, this previous. Trust me, I think he's good. Be Barry so Sanders level, Bijan Robinson. That is actually, I, th- I actually think he's. I actually think he's like Christian McCaffrey. 
So if you want to use that comparison, but Ben, wouldn't we have fun watching that every week? Dude, Jamal Williams looks like a stud. And no offense to Jamal Williams, I love the guy, but he is not that good of a running back. He just stumbled into the to the end zone 17 times or whatever it was. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Imagine He's over a thousand yards. Yeah. Now imagine Bijan behind that O line. We have DeAndre Swift guys that everyone blew their load over when he got here. But he's out because he can't stay healthy. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, he was healthy at the end of the last year. Jamal Williams, great guy, great locker room guy. His yards per carry, his yards per carry through like a certain threshold of carries is so low, like like four, like less than four yards of carry or something like that. Like Ben's right, he got carried by an offensive line. He's a great guy. I don't guy. think Jamal Williams is a top five running back in the NFL by any means. I have no one on the planet. Does. No one on the planet thinks. That. I know. I'm just saying because you think Bajan's going to be. He, top I don't even five. think he's top twenty. So I, I'm just saying yes, Bajan would be better than Jamal. No Bajan could walk in back. next year and be a top five running back, easily rookie of the year if he's on the Lions, easily, unless a quarterback blows us away. Plus, yeah. I'm not back. saying Bijan's not good. I think he is really good. I just think for our needs and our offense, I think you can plug in anybody. You, you plug in Jamal. And good teams do not pay running backs. No. And we get a four-year window of a guy on a rookie salary. So we don't pay a running back for four years, and he's the best running back potentially in the NFL when you're in your window to try to win right now. I'm not saying I'm taking him, but I wouldn't I, hate it. Because at first I was strongly against it, but the more I've thought. If we took him at six, I would hate every second. Oh, it's six. No, no, no one does that except for the Cowboys. No one, they don't do that since. No. And the Giants actually were the last ones to do that. They want to play a game, playoff game this year. Something we haven't done. <laughs> I, so it wasn't because of that. But uh, he scored in the game. I had a really good game. Oh, wow. You know who oh. scored four times in a game? Shane Zilstra. I'm glad Ben's on board. Connor's not scared at all. Alex doesn't want Bajan near his football team. I do want Bajan. I'll take him in the second round. You're not going to get him. He's a top five talent in the draft. Then we're fine. Then we're fine. We don't need him. If he's at 18, you're not taking him. We don't need him, Grant. Let's say you had to go offense at 18. Like, you have to. No. (laughs) Hypothetical. Like, the gun is on your head, and you have to take offense at 18. Okay? You're off. Your options are Addison, Smith, Najibba, Bajan, Michael Meyer, Darnell Washington are all there. I have to take a position player then? Yeah, you can't take a quarterback. I can't take an offensive lineman? No. A <laughs> skill player. You take a skill player at 18. So you're just forcing me to say Bajan. No, I don't know. Would you take – JSN had a great combine. People are like, oh, he should be looked at higher. Like, are you taking him or do you, would you take their running back? Well, Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be available in the second round, it sounds like. So no, he's not. based on every mock. No, he's not. He just absolutely lit up the three-cone drill and looked like he hasn't played. He oh, like he hasn't the three-cone drill. You're right. That's what we draft people on. Oh, forgot. Yeah, I'd probably take Bajan, but I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't think it moves the needle for this team if I have to take a position player. I just can't believe it doesn't move the needle. We'd be unstoppable on offense. Oh, great. I don't know. 40 again. We're already really good on offense. How much better do you want to be? Kenneth just did with the Seahawks. He played a huge role in their success to make the playoffs, and they were supposed to be worse than us. I just don't. No, how much better do you want the offense to be? And we're top five in the NFL. I'm perfectly fine with building on your strength and being even better at what you're good at. 
We're not going to be top four playoff teams. Didn't have the last four playoff teams. None of them care about running the ball. That's not true. The Chiefs Niners? went run heavy. Yeah, Niners and Chiefs went run heavy for the last two games. They ran a lot with Pacheco. Eagles. Eagles run with their quarterback. Eagles. Thank you, Connor. <laughs> I'm saying paying dunk. paying a running back. Oh there's one. We're not. We're not paying one. You we're have back. to pay big money in the first round, Grant. No, you don't. At 18, you're not paying that much. I've already done the math. I already sent you guys what his salary would be. He'd be making $700,000 cash. That could be a defender that can help our team right away. The most impact you'd have next year on this football team would be Bajan Robinson. To winning a game. To winning a big game is Bajan Robinson. Or, I mean, at 18. Just not, I just remember you did this exact same bullshit when we drafted DeAndre Swift, and I've seen how it worked out. So We were all excited about Swift, dude. Of course. It was the right pick. There's no poo-pooing that pick. It was the right pick. No one said it was the wrong He's pick. He's just a box of glass. He's a paper bag from High V. <laughs> He's a napkin. <laughs> He's a napkin. I still think we trade that pick. I think we move up. I think we take a DL. D lineman. I do think I do think we move. Then up we go. I think we'll move up as well, but not relevant. And I don't think Bajan will be a lion. Brad's, cr- Brad's a crazy guy. He likes to get up and active. And we have four picks in like the top sixty, whatever it is. Just trade two first for number one, and then take Bijan at number one. Wouldn't hate it. So Grant, I'm just kidding. We had a report. Twenty four points in twenty six minutes of action. We had a report card come out, which I thought was very fascinating for every single NFL team done by a player survey of how good people, facilities, and teams are. I read that article. For, uh, for free agency. It's the first time they've ever done it. And the Lions came off in 15th place. So dead down the middle. Not too bad. Not too good. I'm trying to get the tweet pulled up here that had all the categories lifted off, but my Twitter account is Minnesota Vikings, number one. Minnesota Vikings were the number one, and then I think it went Dolphins and then Raiders. Yep, and one of the, the bottom were. Um, I'm getting Raiders. it loaded up now, Connor, but fortunately, my it's like facilities, trainers, strength and conditioning, food. Oh, no, where'd it go? I heard the Jaguars were like dead last with like rats in their facility and like. Players' wives changing their their babies' diapers diaper and everything. There's a couple that didn't have like changing rooms. Jags were bad. We are okay. Here we go. I'm just gonna rip down the line. See if anything stands out to you. Treatment of families' lines were a B. Food service was D minus. Weight room B plus. Strength coach A minus. Training room D plus. Trained staff B plus. Locker room B. Team travel A. There were some bad travel stories in that article, too. Like flying. What's the uh, Packers family uh, grade? Packers are B+. Plus. Packers are the sixth team in the league. We The Lions are the lowest NFC North team. Packers are the second highest NFC North team. Packers had all good marks. Nothing lower than a B. B- minus was their lowest for the training. You're on the treated, treatment of families? Because yeah. I mean, Rogers' got- parents haven't been around in 10 years. <laughs> That's because of their son being a huge prick. (laughs) They got B plus. So I think it's interesting to see like, so if I'm a Lions, if I'm Sheila, food service, nutrition, got to work on that and training room need to rebuff that because everything else is pretty good. 
So hopefully it helps us a little bit. The Chiefs, surprisingly, were bottom 30th. four. Yeah. Or and they win Super Bowl. So, yeah. so if you have a good quarterback, it trumps everything. Correct. Um, Anthony Richardson. <laughs> oh, shit. Last thing for Lions is um, a little bit of a blue balls. We are not getting new uniforms this season. That's coming the year after this. We, but we are getting alternate helmets this year that will be worn with the gray jerseys, which frankly scares me because that makes me think they're going to have to do with the gray jerseys. And I don't like the gray jerseys. You're a hater. I wonder what they'll be, though. Blue helmets. They can't be gray because their helmets are already gray, right? They would they can go like, matte. We don't know. There's no matte helmets in the NFL. We had this debate a couple shows ago. They could start it. Why Why is the NFL anti-matte? I think it's probably just the helmet company. They're just like, we're just going to have a clean look across the board. Then I'm guessing they're going to be blue. Or the Jags ruined it with their atrocity. And they're like, we're never doing this again. I love those helmets. I was surprised you hated those, Grant. I really didn't mind those. The Jags two-tone? Grant has terrible opinions on everything. The Jags two-tone looked like the, like, default create a team on NCA 14, like to, to beer and university, wherever the hell the games made. Like it was, it was like, what is this? I'm guessing the helmets will be blue, but that's kind of lame. They pushed it back here. I mean, I hope it means they get it right, but if they delay it here and still mess it up, it's going to be like the biggest letdown in a while. Oh, Grant, it's a uniform. Let's just win football games. You don't. Okay. You obsessed I moved on from, I've you moved obs- on from uniforms. no, I'm sure you said something about uniforms. Connor, can you validate? You probably said something about uniforms this weekend. Actually, I did. Nope. Because oh, Evan said to me, I don't like our home basketball uniforms. And I said, you're right, Evan. I don't like them either. Boom. That doesn't mean I'm mad about the team performance or anything else. I'm not going to be disappointed. Connor, the Packers might be above this because they're such a historic franchise. But what would you like to see them do to their uniforms, whether it be an additional their uniforms helmet? suck. I think their I helmets are awesome. Like- I think they're cheap. I kind of like, I know everyone hates their, like, uh, whatever their alternate historic ones were this year. I hate their helmet with that. You know what I'm talking about? The all greens. Yeah. I don't mind the all greens. I just hate the yellow full helmet. Like, I have no problem with our jerseys. I don't think we need anything new or flashy. I think just stick with the old ones. Because, I mean, green, new helmet, green helmet would be cool, I think. Yeah. But I like their jerseys. All right. Um, we end with college basketball. So Michigan State, essentially, because we're, I don't need to talk about Michigan anymore. Season's over. Um, what's the vibe check for Spartan fans after two wins against Nebraska and Ohio State this week? want to once again talk about our fan base. The absolute puddle atrocity I witnessed at halftime of the Nebraska game was absurd. And I knew that our fan base would flip out. And you're going to be like, oh, Alex, you probably thought they were going to lose too. No, I even bet on it. I knew they would win. So just everyone gives up so so easily in today's society. I just cannot stand it. I had that today in the Michigan game. So I tweet. I was like, I was basketball's been played for what? Two hundred hundreds of years. It's a game of runs. We all know it, but we all forget it in the moment. Like it's uh, it's absurd. Unless I listen is- to people say that we had to win against Ohio State to make the tournament at halftime of the Nebraska game. That's people how bad because the Nebraska game happened right after the Iowa. Uh, yeah, the, the oh, collapse. If that happened after any other game, I don't think it'd be that is extreme. But they just no, came out like so dead. 
every game. Like, like unless a team is um in college basketball at the power five conference, when you're all around the same talent level, unless a team just comes out and they're off that night, like a throwaway game, they're just terrible that night, or you just simply don't have the talent. You can almost bank that at one point, you're probably going to go down 10 points. Then you're going to cut it back to tie. Then there'll be like a five. Like it's just going to go back and forth until the last five minutes. And then it's like buckle up who has closers. That's how every single game in the big time has basically gone this year. And the fact that like fan base is still, I get it's Twitter. I get you want to overreact, but the fact that we're going to be like, oh, game's over. 12 at half. 12 at half. Game's over. Done. I couldn't believe what I was reading. Because like, you got to be kidding me. Tom and rattling the entire. Do you think this dude's going to score 60? Like, he's going to cool down. Anyways, gritty performance from Michigan State. They're just shooting the lights out of the basketball this week and last week and really the last month. That was I don't a- know. If that's going to continue. That was a question I actually had for you guys. Do you think you might have peaked too early on your your field goal percentage? Because you guys think there's has been very good. I think there's no such thing as peaking too early in college basketball unless you peak in like December. I think we're peaking at the Uh, perfect time. I would agree. Going into the Big Ten tournament right now, it looks like we're probably going to be the four seed unless Rutgers rallies back, um, but they don't have an offense. So we'll probably be playing Iowa. That team just terrifies me. I never think we'll be Iowa. Well, uh, we're gonna have to... wow. They're only good at Carver Hawkeye. They won the Big Ten tournament last year. They had Keegan Murray last year. <laughs> they have they a twin, twin no, of him. Um, Alex saying they're only good at their home arena when they won. I heard a stat today from Robbie Hummel while watching that game that they are the best <laughs> home shooting team in the country. So, yes, they are mainly just good. They have, like, one of the worst road splits to home splits I've, they've ever seen. And then, of course, they, you're like, oh, they crushed Indiana on Tuesday. Yes, that happens. But they're statistically not as nearly as good away from home. I think if we get past Iowa, I would be confident we can win it, uh, the – not at all. The big-time tournament. I think Iowa's the biggest test. are going to score the most. Um. We're going to have to put up probably 80, which we've done like our last five out of six games. Um, Checks out. I'm looking at it now. Purdue. Illinois looked like they were doing fine against Purdue, just double teaming and hacking the crap out of Edie. We'll see how that works with us because we don't have enough big men to feel confident in that. But Purdue's probably the Purdue and Iowa are the two teams I don't want to face in the tournament. And those are the two teams we're going to have to face to win the Big Ten. I'm fully in the camp that Michigan State can beat anybody in the Big Ten. I'm not afraid of anybody at this point. We can beat anyone, but you're saying you're not like you. You're not. I'm not like nervous teams. to play anybody. No. Okay. Put a hundred dollars on MSU to win both games. I Boom. just think this team is peaking at the right time. They're finally. I mean, there was a month ago that this offense was the worst thing I've ever seen, and now they score eighty a game. Is the defense falling off a little? Yes, but I think defense is pretty fixable. And um, when you have good guard play in March, you can go pretty far. And we have it. I mean, looking at bracketology lately, I think right now, I think we'll probably be a six seed unless we I lose think. first game. Uh, so that'd probably have us playing second round, a team, or well, first round, probably like a team like Pittsburgh or Florida Atlantic. No, we're t- looking at last four teams in, Connor. That's who we'd be playing. How would you feel against North Carolina? Terrible. I don't want to face North Carolina. 
or Penn State even. Penn State scares me. They're, they're not going to can't put a Big Ten in the first round. Let's say it's one of the rules of the bracket. You cannot have the same interconference game in the first round. In the first round, even if it's a first four matchup. Like if you play a first four, not sure about. I think they could easily board a first four unless all the (laughs) first first four is Big Ten. There's like three teams in the first four right now. Yeah, Jerry Palm's got Michigan in there. So Jerry Palm is rated the 131st bracketologist. Stop looking at his. Joe Lenari's 108. Who's number one? Lucas Harkins. Dude, you no, he's not. (laughs) He's not even in the top 100. (laughs) Kid that went to Butler, Connor. I know you're wondering who that is. But I mean, I feel I feel confident. You know, give us a team like Marquette. Give us Virginia. I don't want to face UConn. UConn and Arizona are right now. My the two. What what's the rolling eyes for? You just you, you, you do not play UConn. You do not want to play Sunogo. I'll tell you that. UConn and Arizona. Last year we beat them. Last year. Do people forget? We had Bingham. They were better last year. They were better last year. <laughs> come see, come saw. Get a point guard. But I feel confident. That we can make a second re- week on weekend push. We better. I, but we can also some, lose the first game. We better. It's that or bust. Yes. I'm not a loser. I don't have a loser mentality like the rest of the fan base. Um, I have some takes. I don't yeah. know if I should. I'm not going to preface them. I'll defend them after. One, I was also annoyed with the, your guys' fan base a little bit. Now, I, I, would, I would probably would do the same thing. I didn't love, I thought it was kind of funny, ironic that like, I know part of it's joking, but oh, we're going to the final four. Like Tyler runs back on after being Nebraska and Ohio State. I mean, like you want to talk about two get right games. Like those are like dwellers of the Big Ten. And the amount of times I had to see the clip of Tyson Walker telling Tominaga to shit up and people be like, oh, look how tough this guy is. Like I could tell Tominaga to shit. Like, do you see the kid? Like Tyson Walker is tough, but yeah, that's not. Yeah, good. it wasn't like the re like that clip was like, look at this guy, he's a dog. It's like you're literally picking on one of like the littlest guys in the big time. I, I don't want to like that doesn't make you tough. Um, so yeah, I mean to get right games, I think shooting the threes as much as you have is your best strategy to go deep in March. I just in my brain, I could be dead wrong. I think there's no way it lasts like that deep into a tournament run. I think there'll be one game where it goes ice cold and then. A team dominates the paint and it's over just like that. I just, it's so fluky to hit on. I've watched it with Michigan teams a million times. The best Michigan teams would like, oh, they'd have a tournament cool. game. <laughs> the best Michigan teams would have one tournament game, like Texas A&M or Florida, where they hit all the shots and the rest, they would have to like rely Texas on. Like, Tech. Oh. We got killed in that. Yeah. And then you go cold against Texas Tech and you're just done. So. Well, is that all your points? Yeah, I mean, no, the, I, I wish I was a Michigan State fan this year. Like, I would much rather have your guards. Like, I, I'm jealous. I would like to root for this team. I just think I still – I'm not going to let Nebraska and Ohio State trick me into thinking this team's going to go to, like, the Final Four. I think that if you look at before those two games – and no, first of all, I don't I'm think anyone's sitting here saying we're going to the Final Four. So let's just relax. Secondly, to your three-point sure. Point. Joey Hauser shoots 46%. Aikens shoots 45%. Walker 43%. And Lee Hall 41%. That's all year. They're, we're the best three-point shooting team in the Big Ten, maybe outside of Iowa. They This team can't shoot. I don't think that it's just going to fall off. They've shot well all year. The difference in the last four games is that they were bottom. They were in like, like the 300s in three-point shots attempted. 
And then the last like four games, they've shot like 20 a game. And look at that. You score 80 points a game when you're doing that. So I don't think that's just, I mean, it certainly could fall off. You can go four for 30 against Syracuse in the second round and lose. It can happen to anybody, but I don't think like they're a bad three point shooting team. I don't think any of it's fluky. Um, I do think Nebraska was peaking. Nebraska is a pretty good basketball team all of a sudden. I mean, they won again today at Iowa. They're not a joke. And they were 11 and 2 at home. So I don't think, I think that win deserves more credit. No, they're a joke. And Ohio State uh, won two games in a row. Every team you should say plays on a winning streak, it seems to be all year. Uh, To get more on the Kool Aid train, I will admit that since February 7th, you guys have played pretty damn near flawless basketball. I mean, even the Michigan loss after really horrendous circumstances, a lot, that, a lot of emotions that was tied with two minutes to go. And it was a Kobe Bufkin three and then a Dickinson three that ended it. And then Iowa, we all know that. So like since the Rutgers loss at Rutgers at MSG, you really have Which played led with six minutes left. And really game. have played great basketball. Was the competition the stiffest? No, we got Maryland who can't win on the road to save their life. Ohio State twice, which is a joke. Chris Holman, go back to Butler. Indiana, who's okay. We didn't play Minnesota, though. We did not get that game. True. We did not get yeah. a free cupcake win. That would have been another win. So playing ball at the right time, I'm just worried for my Spartan friends that one of these NCAA tournament games, maybe you get the bad shooting night out of the way in the Big Ten tournament, and you do go on a run. But I just feel like first or second game in the tournament, there might be a night where it's just like we are one from 20 from three, and we just lost. Grant, you don't believe in the Michigan State team. You haven't all year. You haven't in three years. I don't blame you. So, but I don't really I mean, care what you say about if, your if opinion a game on comes this. To like, a game I don't, like that would be against Notre Dame this year. Like, it just happens out of the blue. And I think people it. forget that this team is a few bad breaks from they would have won the Big Ten. Oh my yeah. God! Then we can say the same thing about Michigan, though. But we realize yes, not going but anywhere. the fluke, the one of the flukiest losses of all time against Iowa. No denying, it's like the fourth time it's ever happened ever. Okay. So you think you play that game a hundred times, you probably win ninety nine. It's I'm not saying they deserve to win or anything. They lost. I'm not saying that. But if they do win that and they led Purdue for the final eight minutes of that game at home and then lost at the last second, if they won those two games, they would have shared the big time. If they would have got to play their Minnesota game. I mean, we're looking at these circumstances. Three crazy things happen. And it, we'd be complete we'd be talking about this team completely differently. I don't know, because I wouldn't be talking about Michigan that differently if they won their two games. Or what? Yeah, I? because you lost to Central Michigan. But that doesn't matter. It was so early in the year. I'm talking Michigan State would, would have gone from a seven seed to a four seed in those games. I was just saying I test, like, watching basketball as long as we have. Michigan State's better than Michigan, better resume. But, like, it's just – it's not great basketball. It's not like these teams are world beaters. They haven't shown us anything during the regular season to really make you think. Like, yes, they'd be – I probably will have them in the Sweet 16 in my bracket, so I'm not all chalk. But, like, after that, it's like whoever they run into is probably – they're done. I just look at college basketball, and I – when Michigan State is playing their best, they're pretty good and can beat a lot of teams. Mizzo finds out how to call timeouts, we're going to be unstoppable. If they just had a – you're, if your guy, Maddie Sissoko, could just be a tiny bit better, 
this team would, but, we would be I, talking but about. But that's not going to happen. So no, Big not. the hard part to compare is we're going to learn about the Big Ten. Like, what if this is the weird year where Big Ten actually was tough and we just beat up on each other? I lean more. There's just not a lot of talent in this conference this year. I agree. I, I've learned my lesson from the last two years. I mean, I, I, the last two years, I've really been big on the Big Ten and just we get we, we stink at basketball. We have bad refs and we stink. We don't play tournament basketball. Then you go watch SEC basketball or whatever you end up watching. That's not the Big Ten. They're, they're so much more physical and athletic, it seems like. I I just have a hard time having someone from the Big Ten, Michigan, Michigan State, whoever, making a real run in this tournament. So who knows? But I'm always wrong. So paid me. Michigan State I mean, did beat Kentucky earlier in the season. State, State's probably the best chance though to make a run just based on our setup with the guard so i will get how that. they play i think is very tournament run style i still think don't. bang a bunch of threes run in transition score a billion points yeah i think they could make a run easily if you keep shooting the way you have been the last week or two weeks then yeah you can but as grant mentioned i mean there are bad shooting nights every now and then and agreed you can't keep shooting 50 percent throughout the rest of the well season. you can you can, and they might. Yeah, we're. I mean, you. And, and you they guys can still have, lose doing that. You guys have precedent. Like we're looking at Shabazz Napier, Travis Trice type run. With, in my opinion, like what this team's shown on tape. Like you, I wouldn't be going and expecting it, but it has happened before in history. So it's not like out of the realm of possibility. I'm certainly not predicting a Final Four, but I'm not going to be surprised if they make it. Yeah, you're feeling it. You're starting to I feel it after. I felt it since way before this week. I can tell you that. I'd be pretty stunned. I my jaw would drop if they if they I have win more faith in game. MSU than a team like Purdue. I don't. I would be stunned if Purdue made up the Final Four. Agreed. Indiana, I I think actually would not shock me at, at the least. I think Indiana is a great shot at making the Elite Eight or a hard push. I actually don't understand how Indiana is a four seed, and we talk yeah, about Indiana weird. because they have two wins against Purdue, but they, they have the same record as everybody else in the Big Ten in that yeah. middle pack. They beat Xavier, which was good for them. North Carolina when they were good, but they beat North Carolina when they were good. Anything. Yeah, that's one of those ones I want to bleed when I see it. If Jay, if uh, Hood Shafino has like a wild freshman run, they could go, but they're gonna like their guard play is shaky and they got all right, anyways, we're deep in the Big Ten talk. But I think it'll be interesting. Um oh, to end the show, predictions of who wins the Big Ten tournament. We don't have a bracket. But we yeah, know. We we know it's Rutgers lost, though. So. Well, who does Michigan play in the first game? I don't know what Rutgers. that means for Michigan. We play Rutgers and we're the eight it'll the, seed. It'll be an eight nine game. So oh, Michigan oh. Purdue. We have to play Rutgers, Purdue. If Rutgers wins somehow, Michigan's the five seed. And Michigan State would be the three. Yeah, which so over the, so four, the seed, four seed for the little bracket thing <laughs> send our group chat. I picked MSU to win, but realistically, Purdue will probably win. I think it does feel like Purdue is just going to win after they've been terrible the last month and they'll just be like, oh, yeah, we're still pretty good and then win. But I'm going to pick them. I think that's lame. Grant, Honestly, I don't know who to pick, man. It's the weird. It's a weird Big Ten. You're not picking Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Would be absolute comedy if I picked Michigan. I Would I be surprised if they won? No. Illinois is a dumpster fire. I Again, I would be absolutely stunned. If Illinois gets Jaden Epps back, though, they could be sneaky. They just don't have a guard right now that can run the offense. They have no cohesion Shannon. on their team. Just watch Michael or Matthew Mayer and Terrence Shannon go my ISO one ball s- position. 
spicy take is I feel like Penn State could make that was that was my dark horse as well. They're just gritty, gritty basketball team. They have the best guard in the in the conference. I think that helps you a lot in March. Yeah, but he can't really like Seth Lundy can make threes or not. All right, Purdue cuts down the nets. It's chalk, but Ben, they do it. I've got Purdue or Illinois. No real reason. I just feel like it's such a toss-up. Illinois has a lot of athletic players. Uh, They don't play well as a team, it seems like, but I feel like they've got a good lineup who could just win the Big Ten tournament without really any trouble. And then Purdue is just obviously you've got Edie in the middle who can just dominate the game, really. It just depends on their guard play if they can make threes and, and handle pressure. So either of those teams, if I had to pick one, I would go Purdue for the safe side. But I don't have any idea. Is there a miracle Northwestern run in Chicago? I was going to say it's in Chicago, so Northwestern Illinois probably get a little bump. But Northwestern's Northwestern's not good. I don't get it. I I tried to think that they were good a week ago, but no, they're not. Did Juwan Howard ever play for the Bulls? I don't know. <laughs> Trying to find the home field advantage there. Fred Hoiberg, didn't he play for the Bulls? Coach Purdue. Bulls. Coach Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, Nebraska, Coach sneaky run at the Big Ten. Purdue. Purdue. Connor was Purdue. Um, Connor was MSU. I'm, nice. I'm MSU. Do it. Yeah. They, I think they have the second best chance. Alex? I just think, like, if we were the sixth seed, I think we would win it. But I think we have, like, being a four seed, yes, it's going to be a nice like, double by and making sure we're there. But, I mean, playing Iowa than Purdue is just. Not, we're going to be Purdue. Not. Just kidding. Okay. I would love that. I would love Saturday. that. Well, actually, so if we beat Purdue. That'd be a stress-free rivalry game. Obviously, you want to win this it for matter. bragging rights, but like we're already in the tournament at that point. No one would care. I mean, everyone People would care. care a lot, but but it wouldn't matter if Michigan beats Purdue. That means they would have won two games. Magic number two with Purdue top five. The team. committee did release a thing today that shows their process. They basically said the Big Ten final does not matter. The so final doesn't matter. Get to the Drew final. The banners though in the Breslin. See ya. Bow out. Play uh, Jason Williams and Carson Cooper 40 minutes. Everyone would rather take a Big Ten regular season title over a tournament title, right? I oh. have a text from you that says you'd rather win the tournament title. So Really? When was that? Long time ago because Michigan State used to win the regular season all the time and not win the tournament. And you guys would be like, oh, regular season is better. Well, I've grown Fun up. Fun fact, we've regular won most season. tournaments. And regular season's way harder. Yeah, no, it is. I knew that. Eh. Yeah, it is. Because longer, but Big Ten tournament is hard to win. Oh, it's yeah, it is. Grind. Especially if you don't have a double buy. Right. Be pissed on But you don't. Alex, you haven't made your pick. You've been I don't feel good about anyone. Uh, neither do I. I picked Purdue because they're number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick Michigan you know, State because I went to school there. Just to be bold, I'm going to change mine to Illinois. Block it. I like the Illinois pick. I hate that pick. So Purdue, team I don't want to face. Purdue, Illinois, two MSU. Feels right. I would pick Iowa, but they're. I'll go Michigan. No, Connor. Yeah, Connor's going Michigan. I won't let him. Let's go Hunter Dickinson, my boy. If I do a graphic, it's two MSU, one Purdue, one Illinois. Um, I think that's it. That's it for the show. Good show. Cheers to episode one hundred and twelve. Cheers. Cheers. To the month of Izzo. Jordan Love season. Really? <laughs> I don't. I'll be very upset if Rodgers comes back. <laughs> <laughs>